You are now listening to the Hen Global Podcast. Right, this is the Global Channel, and today I have a very special guest. Um, I believe he's uh, tuning or joining us from Singapore. He's the CEO of Change Bank, and we're really going to talk about uh, his project, which just uh, wrapped up an ICO uh, successfully, and uh, kind of what it's looking to do in the cryptocurrency space. Hey, nice to be here. Glad to have you. So why don't you tell our audience uh, what your uh, background is and how this idea came about for Change Bank. Sure. So I used to be a VC uh, uh, in Singapore. So I used to invest in uh, startup companies uh, in Southeast Asia. And, you know, what I really saw there was that, uh, you know, if you compare the startups to the bank, finance technology companies are doing everything better than the bank. And, you know, for example, you take lending, there's, you know, lending club. If you take robo-advisors, there's, or you take investment, there's robo-advisors like Betterment. If you take payments, it's Stripe. You know, the, I, I always ponder how you can kind of combine these startups or, you know, best-in-class services to a super bank or a fintech bank. And, you know, whether it's, so what is the solution to that? Whether it's, you know, big banks kind of buying together startups or whether it's, you know, kind of ad financial, aggregating them to a platform or is there some kind of a blockchain solution? And at, at some point, uh, I quit my job as a CFO of the venture capital company and started my own digital bank. This is called Change. And very soon we realized the solution is really to build the marketplace and blockchain and have a, a cryptocurrency to, to kind of a being the store value between of these different parts. So what we're building right now is a crypto card. So debit card where you can use uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin to buy Starbucks. But we also build a marketplace on top to really provide the best-in-class services to the user, what they can buy with cryptocurrencies. So that's kind of a summary of how I got here and what we're, what we're really building. Okay, so you're basically uh, allowing individuals to use cryptocurrencies in daily transactions you know, let's say I want to go and get a cup of coffee in the morning or, you know, go get breakfast somewhere. I can use a card that's from that stores cryptocurrencies and then use them as a form of payment. Do they convert to fiat, kind of like a BitPay card? Can you kind of explain that a little bit? Sure. So, I mean, for the user, it, it's a, it's really a spending Bitcoin. But on the back end, what we're really doing is we're converting with an exchange uh, that the uh, the cryptocurrencies to fiat so actually the merchant will receive fiat so we're working with different integrators around the world to provide this service but for the user experience they see just you know they went to starbucks they spent for example 0.001 bitcoin for example uh, but what what is really our concept about i mean crypto payments with debit cards is already a parity in the industry but our kind of a unique selling point is really the marketplace so we really want to think you know the cryptocurrency world has got to the point where people don't want to just pay with cryptocurrencies. They also want to use services like insurance, like credit, like investments, uh, you know, with cryptocurrencies. Okay. Uh, so who would you say are your uh, primary customers, uh, you know, that you directly uh, interact with to do business? Sure. So I think the, the in the beginning, obviously, it's crypto enthusiasts. Right now, there's around three to five million unique crypto wallets uh, or crypto accounts around the world. Um, so obviously we will start with them. We have over 15,000 people in our mailing list uh, who basically, you know, are interested in this. Um, but, you know, what we really want to go to mainstream, we want to make really breach the gap between the crypto world and the real world. So I think our 
kind of a, um, our you know, a larger customer after the crypto enthusiast was starting in the beginning or early adopters is somebody maybe in, you know, 25 to 35 years old um, in Europe or Asia uh, who kind of like really want, thinks that he deserves a better banking product and he's interested in financial innovation like cryptos. And, you know, he, with this bank account, he might have fiat, he might have cryptos, he want to use innovative services. So that's kind of like, kind of like a, a rough overview of the user. So uh, with what you've said about a little bit about your business model, once you guys become, let's say, operational, just kind of walk us through hypothetically how a user is about a customer or a bank. Sure. So what was this question? I, there was a bad internet connection for a second. Uh, what you said about your business model, um, you know, let's just pretend that today where uh, Change Bank is operational and I want to become a customer of Change Bank. Talk, talk me through kind of the process for signing up, uh, what I get in exchange and, you know, how, how things go from there. Sure. So in that case, um, you will sign up with a web application or a mobile application. Uh, you uh, do all the registration process online. So usually with banks, you need to go to the bank branch. You need to, you know, they need to see you face to face. With us, everything is in a mobile app or online. So in the beginning, just to get an account, there are very basic information what you will need to give, like for your example, your name, your password, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, then you will get a wallet. Then if you want to have a card as well, there are some certain uh, second level tier of basic information you need to give. Uh, you pay a certain amount and you will get the card. So at that point, you can basically uh, have a crypto wallet and you can also have a card what will be sent to you via mail. And then if you also want to use the services in the platform, then there's a third level of information what you will need to give. So it's flexible kind of information giving as much service as you want to use, the more information you will need to give. And then you give this extra bit of information and then you can use the marketplace services as well. And basically everything is done in online on our marketplace. So, and the card will be sent to you. So that's kind of like walking you through the process a bit. Okay, cool. Um, so would you say a, is uh, one of your competitors? I'm not sure if you're familiar with their product, but I, I use it where I have an app on my phone and a wallet for Bitcoin. And then I send Bitcoin to my BitPay wallet. And then at any time, if I want to convert to fiat to use that card in a transaction, I can do it by whatever amount I choose. Is this something similar to what Change Bank is trying to do? Uh, I think uh, I think there are definitely similarities, but in our case, we do the automatic conversion. So basically, you will just need to confirm basically that you know uh, you want to make this transfer in Bitcoin, and you will see this transaction going through with Bitcoin. But actually, we do the conversion to fiat in the backend. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, so you mentioned Europe and Asia. Is that pretty much the Markets that you're looking to target in in uh, at the moment specifically. Sure, I mean, really, the vision is a uh, the vision is a global crypto bank, but obviously there needs to be a phased out rollout for the product. So we do look at uh, Asia and Europe first, and then we're looking at some other markets, uh, you know, like Americas, uh, you know, um, um, like Africa. Uh, but this the first phase out is definitely in Europe and Asia because we're most we feel most adept there, and I think it's it's fastest route to the market. Okay, uh, so you know that you've mentioned Africa. Are would you say that what you're trying to do is part of 
uh, use case with objects where um, there's um, a mission to kind of serve the unbanked market. There's, you know, many people that don't have uh, documentation, like government documentation and bank accounts. Is that kind of one of the... Sure. I mean, definitely. I think our, you know, in the short term, uh, we focus on the developed world. But what really makes us shine is where we can actually provide much better banking services to the underbanked and unbanked people around the world. Um, and yeah, Africa is a perfect example of this. There are a lot of Southeast Asian countries as well. Um, we kind of go like, in a sense, like uh, using a Tesla model. So we really gather the high end first to get the product in the market and then kind of triple down to the, to the, to the, uh, you know, masses. And I think this is uh, really our vision to really provide much better banking services in the underbanked than banked because, you know, in Europe, you already have banking services who are quite good in Singapore as well, for example. But in most of these underbanked or unbanked countries, you know, this would really kind of uh, help the economy thrive there. Uh, um, now, you've also been in traction with uh, certain uh, strategic partners like the Estonian government and also another cryptocurrency project called Endorse, which is uh, a social media based uh, project, I think, more similar to LinkedIn. But on the blockchain, kind of talk yeah. about those partnerships are about and how uh, it comes together with what Change Bank is trying to do. Sure, I mean for for, in, for indoors, it's um, uh, the the real value there is that we can kind of uh, uh, validate uh, some of the startups uh, and you know companies what would be connected through our open API through their platform. Uh, but I think the most high-profile uh, partnership what we have is with the Estonian government. I, I mean, there are quite a few uh, kind of ICOs uh, what are working with governments. So it's a huge validation to our project. And we use Estonian government relations relationship to do the KYC because um, Estonian government gives e-residency cards, what are basically cards anybody around the world can get to use Estonian, uh, Estonian basically digital services and can make a company in Europe. But in order to get a e-residency card, you need to go to Estonian embassy and validate yourself. So do a face-to-face validation. So what we're using, we can provide our service to e-residents with one click. So they just basically say, yes, I'm a e-resident. They put in their information and they're online and they're fully verified to the you know greatest extent possible. And uh, the founders of e-residents have come out in Twitter and boosted our project, gave very good words about our project. The ex-president of Estonia have tweeted about our project and gave his good words. So... I think this Estonian relationship gives us a lot of validity and a lot of kind of a, uh, yeah, reputation. Okay, very cool. Uh, so talk about uh, your community right now. What uh, channels do you use to communicate with your uh, followers? Are you big on Telegram and Slack? Uh, sure. You know, talk that. Yeah. So, so our main channel is Telegram. We have over uh, two, I think we have around two and, two and a half thousand Telegram users. And, um, I mean, they're a very active community. We're super grateful for these guys. Without these guys, we would not be here. They're giving very good suggestions. You know, they're on one side, they're critical. On one side, they're supportive. And all of this really helps us drive the concept to the next level. Um, so, yeah, we have 2,500, to summarize, we have 2,500 people on Telegram. We have over 15,000 people on our mailing list who are, you know, want to get updates from us. So, so, so yeah, we're very glad for the active community we have. Okay, and um, just included an ICO. Why don't you talk about your token sale? I know you had a pre-sale as well. Uh, uh, what was the the cap for your ICO? You know, how much did you raise? The next steps now that uh, it's already concluded. Sure. 
I mean, uh, technically the sale is not uh, fully concluded yet because it still goes on till 16th of October. But uh, we do believe most of the investors were in the pre-sale and in the beginning when there were higher discounts uh, for, for the, or bonuses for the investors. Uh, we So far, we have raised uh, 44,000 Ether, what is around yeah, 12 million US dollars. Um, and yeah, it's... Um, I think we're very glad uh, with the, with the amount we've raised, and we think we're still going to raise quite a bit more. Um, some of the things what we learned during that, I guess, were security is super important. In ICOs, there are a lot of bad actors who try to kind of, um, you know, uh, let's say influence the ICO negatively or scam people. Well, I think we put a lot of emphasis on that, and we really learned with this process, you know, some of the things we would avoid. Uh, I think one thing as well is communication is very important in ICO. You know, we really learned that as this is, a, in a sense, it's kind of a sim- there are similar assets to public company. We need to be very clear with communication. Um, and what else did we learn? Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much kind of like first things what I, I kind of uh, can come up with. Okay. So you've so far raised uh, 12 million in your ICO. How much, what is your hard cap for this uh, token sale? I mean, our hard cap was, so right now we raised 44,000 Ether, but the hard cap was 200,000 Ether. But really, you know, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say our like, main goal was really to raise the hard cap. Our main goal was really to kind of see how, how, how many things community really wants to build what we have in our milestone plan. Because at the end of the day, the, for the ICO investors, the less we raise, the better, because they will have a much bigger share of the company, right? Uh, so... Um, so yeah, the hard cap was two hundred thousand ether. In the pre-sale, we we sold around seven million in the first twenty-four hours, seven million million USD. So that's pretty great. And now, yeah, we have right now we're around twelve million USD, forty-three, uh, forty-four thousand ether. And I think there are still quite a lot of investors who want to be part of these projects. Yeah, very. Good. Um, yeah, you're you're totally right. Uh, the lower amount that's raised, the better it is for investors. Um, the, the the more more of a stake they have in in the project um, in terms of the token supply, so uh, that's that's uh, very good. And you, you said you know, that the sale is going to be on the sixth of October, um, so people can just go on the website now and take part of the ICO, right? Exactly. So they can just go to the to the website. Uh, you know, it can be a very small amount because we actually we would really wanted to democratize the process. Uh, you know, we wanted to give everybody a chance to be part of this. So we, the minimum contribution is just 0.5 Ether. And therefore, we also have over 3,000 investors in round the world. I think in Estonia, you know, in Estonia is a small country. We might be the, I don't know, in top 20 biggest, largest public companies in the country in terms of investor amount. So uh, so we're really grateful for that. So there are a lot of people really want to support us and be part of that. So, yeah, you, you need to go to the website. You need to uh, then invest with uh, with your Ethereum, you get the public address, then you go to my Ether wallet and just invest and you automatically get change coin in return. And we will be sharing the obviously the upside of the company with the community. So the bigger the ecosystem of this kind of a finance technology company marketplace and crypto payment will get, the more the community will win as well. So this is the inherent value in the coin. So you can you basically are distributing the tokens immediately via smart contracts. So as soon as the person makes the contribution in the ICO, they're going to get their equivalent amount of change tokens. Uh, and uh, when the ICO is over, we will be listing very soon on an exchange, and then they will be able to sell or buy these tokens on an exchange as well. 
Now, are you able to kind of give any hints as to what exchanges you're targeting, um, or is that just something you can't talk about? I mean, we would not want to commit, but I mean, we're talking with very large exchanges, like the largest exchange in Japan. Uh, we're talking about exchanges where uh, mo- a lot of other crypto banks like 10x and Monaco are listed. But obviously, we, we cannot give names before the before we actually have a you know um, written agreement with one of them. Uh, what I what I can say is, you know, in order to just list on an exchange, it can take two weeks. But I think our goal is really to list on a very big exchange because the, the bigger the exchange, the more upward pressure for the coin price it's going to have, right? So we really want to get give have a kind of a gold gold. Uh, we really want to have a good point between listing on a very successful exchange, but also not waiting too much. So there's a lot of risk, you know. They're just holding to change coin. So that's kind of like where we're coming from with the team, and we will be announcing this very soon. With, with what will be the exchange where we're going to be uh, listing? Okay. Now, in terms of the change tokens, can you talk a little bit about how they actually work um, as far as their utility uh, for the for the change product? Sure. So the utility is really the the change coin is really the exclusive uh, kind of stored value exchange on change marketplace. So if you want to, obviously, if you want to use uh, for spending, you can use Bitcoin, Ether, uh, you know, a different kind of a ERC twenty tokens. But for the marketplace, you can only use change coin. So uh, obviously, in the beginning, there's a little exception period because of liquidity issues. But the utility value is really the store value exchange on an, on the marketplace. But the really interesting thing, what we're looking in the future is we're looking to actually incorporate KYC information and data monetization into the change coin uh, change marketplace transactions with change coin. And this is really the beauty of this. What we foresee in the future, what you can do with the with the change coin. Um, when talking about the holders of the coin, the holders of the coin will get a revenue share from the from the transactions. So when Mastercard or Mastercard and Visa will pay us for the spend certain revenue, and also we take a cut from the transaction revenue on the marketplace. So this will be distributed between the coin holders. Okay, so you would be working with existing uh, payment processing services, right? Like the, you wouldn't be in competition with the Visas and Mastercards of the world. Exactly. That's completely correct. So we're using Visa, Visa MasterCard for the payments. And how this works is basically Visa, we give a share of the transaction revenue that goes through our card and we distribute this for the token holders. So these, obviously these companies already have huge networks around the world. So in that case, you could use the cryptocurrencies anywhere around the world where there's Visa or MasterCard. And uh, your team, are you, how big are you guys in, uh, where are you based? Are you in Singapore? Yeah, so we have uh, really two main offices. We have an office in Estonia and we have an office in Singapore. Um, uh, so these are the really two main hubs. We have a little tech center in Jakarta as well in Indonesia, but we're trying to consolidate really the two main locations, what is Singapore and Estonia. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of where we are. Okay, and is the choice of Singapore, I mean, do it be a popular jurisdiction for having token sales or... You know, is there any particular reason there? Um, so, yeah, Singapore is really, I think Singapore is the best place to tackle Southeast Asia, Asia market, because it has a lot of credibility in the eyes of the, you know, uh, average users. And uh, Estonia is really where we're from, where our DNA is from, what is a very innovative jurisdiction to, you know, kind of organize ICOs and also get all kinds of licenses for crypto products. So, yeah, the locations are really kind of a, 
chosen between uh, you know kind of um, um, because of the markets we want to tackle. Okay. All right. So that's all the questions uh, I have. I know you're pretty busy. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? Um, you know, while while you're on this call. Sure. Yeah, I think like uh, only interesting thing would be, I mean, you know, because your fans are really, you know, in the crypto community and they probably have seen that, you know, cryptos have grown from under 10 million January 1st to, you know, it was, it's right now like, you know, 130 million, uh, billion uh, right now, right? Nine months later. So the, the stored value in cryptocurrencies has increased three, 13 times, you know, during this time period. And at the end of the day, everybody will, you know, be looking for ways to actually spend these cryptos, to actually use services with these cryptos. And, you know, this is really the potential what we're trying to kind of convey to people. You know, we are building the bank for this kind of a very highly rapidly growing crypto market. And we're going to be two steps ahead when this market gets big enough, when, our, you know, big players will be joining. Uh, and... And I think this is really the reason why we have been kind of partnered and backed by Estonian government and ex-CEO of DHL and very prominent figures around the world uh, because they really see the potential in the industry. And I personally believe our team is very well positioned to take advantage of that and become one of the leading crypto banks in the world uh, and hopefully the first crypto bank unicorn. So that's very cool. So you're really looking long term about the applications of these different projects the speculation and the hype. Is that correct? It's exactly correct. Okay. Well, I wish you luck and uh, it was great having you. So, uh, you know, best luck with the receipt of sale. Um, I just want to remind everyone that Change Bank ICO is going to go on until October 16th. So if you're interested, be sure to check out the website. And uh, if you have any questions, let me know. And um, maybe at some point in the future, we talk again. Uh, keep in touch awesome thanks a lot thanks for having me all right thank you take care thanks for listening to the hen global podcast if you like this podcast be sure to subscribe share with your friends and also visit my website www.hen.global or on the top of the homepage, you'll see links to my content on platforms like twitter youtube instagram and facebook i'd really like to hear from everyone so be sure to send me an email hen at hen.global And if there's a topic you'd like me to discuss or a particular guest you'd like me to have on, be sure to let me know. So thanks once again. I look forward to hearing from everyone. And until next time, let's stay on this crypto train as it's moving at the speed of light. Take care.